Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Phoenix, Arizona, it's time for Phoenix Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Good afternoon and welcome to Collaborative Connections Radio Show and Podcast, sponsored by KLM Consulting. I'm your host, Kelly Lorenza, and we're coming to you live from the comforts of our home offices while Karen Noicki is producing the show at Phoenix Business Radio X studio inside Max 6. Collaborative Connections is a radio series created to bring entrepreneurs, nonprofits, and associations together to build relationships, foster collaboration, and grow a stronger community together. Our hope for today is that listeners and guests alike will walk away with a golden nugget or a new resource for their business. The sponsor of this show, KLN Consulting, is a business development firm with over 17 years of award-winning business savvy. KLM helps fast-growing companies and entrepreneurs through consulting, marketing, and project management. Today, I have the honor of being in the studio with three amazing people that I'd love to introduce you to. Welcome to the studio, Karen Noicki. Thank you for being my featured guest today. I always build a show around a client, and I was so excited that you said yes to actually being a a, a guest and not just producing for us. I get to play two hats today, maybe more. (laughs) Thank you for being on with us. Jane, Empowers, thank you so much for being on with us. You uh, own Let's Talk Impact, and I'm sure we'll get to hear a lot of other things about you, your speaking and sales coaching. So thank you so much for being on with us. You bet. Thanks. And Allie Craig, I know Allie from Girls Rule Foundation. She helped us uh, produce a, a really cool video for nonprofits. So thank you for doing that, and welcome to the show, Allie Craig. Thank you for having me. It's exciting to feature you all. And I know everybody listening um, and who sees this later will have some great golden nuggets because you guys have a lot of uh, years of experience. So I'm excited to hear your stories uh, and connect. And I in, had Karen invite both of you because I know that we all have some great synergy. So I'll start with Karen. If you can tell the audience a little bit about your business and what you're working on these days and where you're headed. Sure. Thank you. And thanks again for giving me an opportunity to come here and join Allie and Jane. So Business Radio X, uh, I'm a licensed partner. I own the Phoenix Market. And we simply put the good word out about what organizations and businesses are doing. And we do it in a way that those uh, executive leaders and business owners get to choose who, which guest, much like you did with me, uh, who they want to have on the show so that they can help leverage the exposure and really tighten up the relationship uh, so that may- maybe more business comes their way. And it's just mutually beneficial to not only our community, but also our studio and, of course, the business owners and organizations that come and get to be a guest and host their shows with us. And where are you headed? What are you working on now and where are you headed? Oh, my goodness, 2021. So we got to do a beautiful celebration that Jane got to be a part of with us uh, just uh, a, was it a week ago, two weeks ago. Uh, it was, of course, a Zoom event. We're not doing you know live networking right now, uh, but we had about 45 or 50 folks come on a, a Zoom celebration, and we got to share with listeners and, and folks that were there. Uh, we did some networking there in separate rooms that Kelly got to help manage. Uh, but we are doing two things next year. We're going to introduce Axiom Networking. So many people come to the studio, whether they're guests or hosts, and they say, love this energy, love the connections and the people that you're doing business with. How can I 
you know, connect more frequently and more often. So if folks aren't ready to have their own show yet, we can have them be a guest once or twice a year, but we also want to open up the networking. So we'll start Axiom sometime in quarter one. And then we're also doing 100 Businesses Who Care. It's a, a giving circle and it's an opportunity for businesses and executive leaders to contribute to charities that are most important to them. So both things are coming up in Q1. Exciting. I can't wait for it. (laughs) Being a part of of the Phoenix Business Radio X family has been the best thing I did for my business in the last year, for sure. So it'll be fun to be a part of that networking as well. Jane, tell us a little bit about you, your business, where you come from and where you're headed. First and foremost, the most important thing is I now have a new addiction in life, and it is Karen Nowicki. I have now hung out with her every week. No, it may be even more. So if you are not addicted to anything, Karen's probably the best choice that you can add to your life. So uh, again, I'm Jane Powers, and entrepreneurs and organizations hire me to speak with confidence and sell with authority because most cannot articulate their message clearly enough and are leaving far too many opportunities empty-handed. So I help you connect, capture, and close your ideal audience. Bottom line, you've got to unleash your own unfair sales advantage. So that I did that because that is my claim to fame. That's my intromercial. That is where I started actually gaining so much leverage. So the reason that I created my business, to be honest, is not to be, you know, multi-million dollar producer in the world of entrepreneurship. It was to help individuals find their voice. And in their voice is their power. In their power, they can do anything. And most miss having power in their business or organization. They tend to either follow what everybody else is doing. Uh, you may learn this by the end of the uh, time together. I'm a bit of a rebel or you know, people are going right. I just go left just because everybody's going right. So I like to take the you in your business and build that. So that is showcase, not your seven step system or your four formulas. Quite frankly, nobody cares about that. What we care about is who are you? How can you solve the problem? And how can we, how can we all work together? So that's where I am. I have a sales program that I created the science of Jane called core sales moving forward, we're rolling that out. Uh, 2021, I am going through withdrawals of live stages. I have been a professional speaker over 30 years, sales trainer. I did finish my book. I finished my book coming up, my second book. Yeah, this year, um, which is Revealing the Missing Piece. So if you're asking where we're headed, another component of our business is Revealing the Missing Piece, P-E-A-C-E, which is for survivors of trauma and primarily sexual abuse. So we're rolling that out next year, going to do some workshops around that, potentially start a nonprofit. But really, this 2021 after COVID has allowed me to look at, stop chasing the million, you know, $7 million star and put the heart back in business. And that's that's what our goal is for 2021. I love that. My whole body has chills. And, and <laughs> you I, fit right in I, with Karen and I and Allie. I was just, sure. I was watching Allie's smile and head nods. I, the, you two have not met until today. And and again, <laughs> Kelly said, who do you want to be on this show with? And you two were both immediately who I thought of. 
there's so much synergy. You two, the way you both show up in, in life and in business and in leadership has been such an inspiration for me. And, and so I can already see Allie like, oh my gosh, I get it. I get it. I get it. So anyway, Kelly, I'll let you do your, your job, but uh, thank you for the opportunity to be here with us. Oh, I love that. And I, and now I see why you love Jane. So that's great. <laughs> Allie, tell us a little bit about your business background and where what you're up to and where you're headed. Well, I was nodding because I was like, yes, go, go right where it was going left. And like, yes, like, I'm like, I see why we're all here, ladies. Like, because being the rebel is definitely my forte for 23 years. I've done luxury branding, all with a neuroscience background. For the last seven, we've had our own production company and network, which Kelly mentioned, I was so honored to be able to feature the nonprofit uh, on the network as well. And so that's, Ironically, what we've still been able to do, even in COVID, everything's, of course, a little bit of a different shift, but it's actually working out better because in 2021, we're actually able to allow more entrepreneurs to tell their story through our network, through our print and our publication companies, and really get their message out there. Because, I mean, I don't know about you girls, but for me, David and Goliath was one of my most favorite stories growing up because I'm like, I love when the underdog wins still to this day. That's kind of where my heart has always been when it comes to branding with my clients or when it comes to the production company and the network, I love telling those real stories of life and the truth about what it takes to be what success is to you. I was lucky enough this year to have my third book come out, which is Success Rebel, How to Be Successful and Sought After Without Selling Your Soul. Ironically came out the week everything shut down. So <laughs> timing. Good it, was job. Perfect, it was the perfect time for everyone to at least start to read. So that was the benefit of it. The, the, the international book tour is failed to have occurred yet, but the, it was a great time to be like, hey, you need a good book during quarantine? Here's the one. Here it is. <laughs> The silver lining, I, I say, that's the one thing, one biggest takeaway from 2020 is, is finding that silver lining on everything, right? Used to be monthly, then it was weekly. Now, every single day I say to them, yep, there's the silver lining for today. So for sure, what a cool thing to have, you know, the book, I say cool because come out right when everybody shuts down and has nothing else to do, but oh my gosh, I could better read some more stuff and get our businesses in line. It sounds like you guys have been quite busy this year, which is amazing. It's been such um, a good, really, really good year for for us as well. And I think um, that says to, you know, how the service we're doing, right? The service we're offering, the the help we're giving to those people. Um, I think that that is a testament to that for sure. Allie, you talked about branding. What creates a successful brand? She goes back to what Jane was talking about, which is really having that passion. I really refer to it as your soul fire, that unique reason why you're doing it. And it's not this placated, oh, everyone can do the same thing and all of those. No, you have a unique passion. There's a reason why you chose this. You have an interest in it. You have a unique knowledge to it. And it's really being able to communicate that and being raw enough and fearless enough to communicate it your way not some whitewashed version where it's, this is the PC way to communicate it. I always say that, you know, your wisdom's in your weird, but your wealth is there too. You know, that weirdness, that quirkiness, those parts of our personality we try to hide are the biggest assets to your brand. And if you're willing to be brave enough and be a rebel and just share it raw and say, you know what, this is the way I think it. So therefore that's the way I'm going to speak it unedited. That is going to build your brand 
so fast and so strong that no pandemic is going to stop your audience from loving you and saying yes to your brand. I love that. I love that. And Jane, you talk about, um, you know, the, the selling and the speaking, I'm sure you talk about authentic way, right? The, the key to authentic selling, what, tell us about that. Cause she, I yeah. think uh, Allie just hit on that perfectly. <laughs> I think it's so funny. Cause Allie, you made me think of a story that, cause I've been a speaker for a long, long time. My very first audience, I had zero self-esteem it was 200 juvenile delinquents. And I thought, and I'm speaking on date rape. And I thought, oh my God, I, I just, I may as well have gotten up there and just cried. It was, I, I, I did the state stranger danger yell, got everybody's attention. But from that point, I was a trained crafted speaker. I would go in with my professional wear. I would go into corporate America. I would do keynotes. It was very formal, very calculated and very good. And one time I was doing a training it was an early morning conference, giant sales team, and I'm doing this training and I'm very calculated and I mixed up my words and I said, so when the fart is delivered and in my mind, I hear myself say that and my mind is going, you just said fart. <laughs> no one flinched. No one did a thing. And I, in my mind, I thought, you know what? This is a make it or break it moment. And so I turned and I did a dead center pause, center stage. And I said, either you people are not listening to me or you do not think farts are funny. The room's like, oh, <laughs> big, heavy sigh. They all died laughing. And to your point, Ali, what you're saying is that raw authenticity. From that point forward, I dropped the suits. I put leather pants on, ripped jeans, crazy jackets, funky boots. And that is what gave birth to. And it's not so much finding what other people are doing or saying, because that's I think those are the greatest mistakes everyone makes is we're hacking off anybody else saying, well, they made money. Why can't we? What I love to do is find that unique you that comes out when you are saying the stupidest things on the planet or <laughs> confessing. I have the greatest story. That's why I have an orangutan in my background. Um I have a funny story about orangutans because I confessed to the audience, I wasn't that great of a speller. And do you know, I hate to say it like this, but telling people that I wasn't that great of a speller actually made me more money than telling them about my seven-step formula. <laughs> like it is truly, and, and what Allie and I are so perfectly matched because what she does is brings to, brings to life what I have people say. And I didn't talk about authentic sales. Because quite frankly, authentic selling is a conversation just like we're having. And then you go, hey, I think I can help you. And they go, hey, I think you can. What's the best credit card? Like it's the easiest conversation. When I get in a sales conversation, I tell the people, just so you're clear, this is when I start to sell you. And they go, oh, good. Thank you. Like it, that's as authentic as I am, truly. There's no invisible move or smooth transition. It's like, here we go. Here's how I can help you. And here's how much it costs. <laughs> exactly. you, don't, you don't do the calculated pause and just wait till the other person talks. So, cause you know, that, like, oh. <laughs> first one who speaks loses. Exactly. You know <laughs> no, the one who says the wrong thing loses. That's it. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Karen, Allie is all about branding and, and Jane is obviously all about the art of selling. What's the craft behind Phoenix Business Radio X? Hmm, what's our art? 
Yeah, huh. with your art. Our art is uh, the art of the connected conversation and relationships. I've needed both of these ladies in my life to clear up my message, get succinct, be okay around being authentic and putting myself out there. Uh, and of course, learning how to sell. And the gift that I bring to the world is c- being connected. Like really, I'm a relationship girl. I, I'm not great at, you know, math or science and, 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 you know, those heavy things that are necessary when building a business. You've got to have somebody looking at the numbers and paying attention to them. And I'm not even great at technology, even though I'm running the soundboard and I'm recording and all that. I'm all around being with people and helping business owners and executive leaders leverage that. Relationships still matter, especially now when people are saying, oh, my God, I can't network right now because we're all stuck at home. And Or I, if I just knew this one person, if I just had this one connection, well, that's what we do at Business Radio X. We bring those people to you here at the studio, give you a platform and opportunity to get to know them, to build that relationship and all happens through the conversation. I love that. And you touched on relationships and networking. And I um, have a hard time believing that people still don't know how to, you know, network uh, these days, but it is true. I've heard a lot. And and I tell clients, make sure you're a part of three organizations, three associations, organizations, pick three, right? Because then you will always have a way to network. You're always going to have, you know, an audience to talk to. Always pick three because relationships are important, especially right now. They're important. And and I and I'm looking obviously to Ali and Jane for this. They're they're of critical importance. But if you go into networking with these other teachers who have taught us the the 30-second elevator pitch and the get in front of everybody, pass about out as many business cards as you can, and, and all those things that if you're already feeling awkward when you walk in that room or you land in that in that Zoom meeting, and then you've got these people teaching you how to be inauthentic and shove yourself down someone's throat and not give them an opportunity to tell you about who they are and be in listening. That's where the really real where the relationships really take off. And again, that's what we do best. Allie and Jane, I would love to hear your perspectives on this piece too. You know, I I always call those the grin and grippers. Back when we could grip, but the grin and grippers. You go to those networking, and everybody's. I feel like it's like you know, Oliver Twist, you like people come up to you with the bowl, please, sir, may I have some more? Like, (laughs) you know, please don't, you know, I'm finding that on, I hate to say this, but I'm finding that on all the social media. I either get hit on more now. I mean, I'd like to think because I'm aging wonderfully, but I don't think so. And, you know, I'm just, it's either hit on for a date or hit on for buy my stuff. Please buy my stuff. Will you buy my stuff? Like I've had, and I've had branding done. I've had my image consulting done. I've had, I have a, I have a multi-million dollar business. And someone said, would you like to make six figures? Well, research me, like please. And my ego isn't that big that I'm insulted, but I'm insulted that someone doesn't care enough to say, you know what? You look pretty cool. I had somebody do that. You know, you look a little badass. I think I'd like to get to know you. And I thought they did some research. They know who I am. But when they're just like, hey, do you want to learn how to have um, how to say hello to someone? Oh, my goodness. Like, I'm sorry. It's my I could go on for days. It drives me crazy. It's I, I did sales training back in the day. And I used to tell individuals you have two ears and one mouth in that ratio for a reason. Use them appropriately. 
<laughs> I love that quote. I think I'm going to use that. <laughs> Allie, you were shaking your head and doing all kinds of stuff. Oh, I yeah, the slick and the ick. It's like, we're so done with it, but I completely can relate to Jane with the whole, I just got a, a message and uh, from on IM message on Facebook. It's like, we've never talked before, but I'm a grandmother, like, like gave me the list of why, like she's a foster mom and all this other stuff. And, but I'm really passionate about my business. Here's a link for you to buy. I'm like, I don't care about you. <laughs> because the truth is in the end, you know, this is why I love neuroscience so much and why neuroscience isn't throughout everything is that our brains haven't evolved in 20,000 years. And the fundamental of what humanity is, is relationships, period. If it's relationships, it's relationship connections. If it's in person, it's online. That's what we're looking for. And the problem is there is so much ick and slick and falsehood out online that we're a little more skeptical than when we can actually do the touch in the field and be like, you are a real human being. And personally, I am just really exhausted with the whole idea of the influencer. You need to influence everybody, influence, influence. It's like, I don't want to influence everybody. I want to intelligently influence the right people who connect with me and I can help them. And it's this mutually beneficial relationship, not a one-off quickie. Like that's not how you grow. At least it's not how I've grown my branding business for 23 years. That's not how, you know, and most people don't want that. Most people want this kind of consistency uh, in the relationship. If it's a, we work for now, but we still stay connected and you can become a resource and you become part of the tapestry of who my business life is, or my brand life is. And that's really what we're wanting. And we can still actually do that online if we choose not to listen to the masses that say to, you know, just DM everybody everything. No, not a good idea. Do not do that. Listeners, do not do that. <laughs> do not do it. And don't, as soon as as soon as soon you, you get a LinkedIn connection, do not say, and here's my business and here's the whole paragraph on why. I delete them. Because they're going to get deleted. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. Ali, you, you talked about what I assume you're talking about is the brand shifting gears in 2020 and what's coming in 2021. Tell us a little bit about your clients that you've been working with and how they've shift, shifted. <laughs> shift well, happened. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, <laughs> what's really interesting is a lot of my clients are speakers. They're used to traveling and all that. And we're all like, wait, what? And so really finding a way to create that energy and that experience virtually is completely possible when we recognize that the space behind me is the experience you have, and yet I have an experience of everything outside of my computer right now, and that both matter and both are important to bring the right energy to the mix to create that in-person experience that we all are really hoping for and seeking for and used to get at networking events and retail locations and whatnot. And I think the biggest shift of sorts, if you're looking at like the trends of 2020 and into 2021, is they said the easiest thing, which is consistency. And I know we've all heard it all the time about be consistent in your social media, be consistent in your marketing efforts. But because 2020 was so radically inconsistent for most of us, that human need desire is such an interesting trigger that has been, you know, gone to basically the top of the list. And when you look at human need psychology and you're looking at the top three human needs, most of at least Western society, but ironically, the world, which is a very rare thing that Eastern and Western society, so the world at large is kind of on the same playing field right now, is consistency is huge. Contribution, people really feel this desire to contribute out, but then also love. And love in the idea that no matter 
what you've done or who you are, but just being a soul on this earth, that that unconditional love that you matter. And so for making sure that brands, especially are being doing that in an intelligent way where they're not giving away everything as a source of loving their audience, but really kind of saying, here's kind of for the people who are on social media, this is where, how we're loving on you. But that's a completely different experience when you're a paying client, because I think far too often as entrepreneurs, we've uh, fallen into the trap of buffet for free because everyone said, give your best content away, which never made sense in my brain and still doesn't. And so for my brands moving forward in 2021, we're really creating and making sure that the environment that their audience sees and that they see really speaks to their brand and that we're really doing our messaging in a consistent way and making sure that we're loving on the audience intelligently, not just everything free for all. Not just blurt it all out there <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> so that's right. I feel consistency is key. Keep it, keep it consistent. Doesn't matter if you're, you know, I help a lot of clients with social media. Do it doesn't matter if it's one time a week. Okay, one time a week. That's all you can do. If it's three times a week, great. Just be consistent about it. Be consistent about how you're reaching out to your clients, reaching out to potential people free and your networking, right? Be consistent in all those things. And then you go ahead, Allie. I didn't interrupt you, Allie, but it's like because it's it's the simplest thing. And I think that's why people discount that information and say it's not really that true. It's like they want the seven-step program that someone's selling them that's really antiquated and lots of complicated steps, lots of things to check off. But the truth is consistency on your messaging, on how you're showing up, on what your offer is, on how you engage your audience and being okay with for social media, we just do this. And when you're my paying client, we do this and it's more and that's okay is so radically fundamental. And I'd love seeing my clients who actually obey this rule. And two years down the way, they're like, oh my gosh, like all of a sudden it's like the magic button hit. The two-year mark is like the magic button of consistency I find when it comes to brands, where that's like when everything goes into position and like people say, they know my name now. I mean, like people in my industry are talking about me. People, big companies are reaching out to me. And it's like, because they were consistent all along. And follow-up, right? The follow-up on top of it is be consistent even with follow-up. It's the biggest source of, you know, easy. I mean, it's easy if you have a, you know, if you have a plan and a strategy around it, it's easy. Karen, you were going to... Well, I know a lot of Jane and Allie's clients who have amazing success stories because they have these women supporting them and, and you know, helping them get their work out in the world. With Ali in particular, uh, Lisa Raherk, of course, comes to mind with RFP success. To have watched her change and shift and stand in the power of her uniqueness and her brilliance with your help these last couple of years has been nothing short of miraculous. And wait till you see what she has planned in 2021. She, she's going to the next level. In spite of COVID, in spite of everything else, what she has planned, and I know she's going to hit it without a shadow of a doubt. So, right? Isn't that so cool? That I chills again, right? <laughs> the success stories of of if you you know you stick to your brilliant lane and just build your team around everything you're not good at. I tell people outsource everything for that. Whatever is taking you two hours, me fifteen minutes. Do not spend time on that, right? build your team, right? So it's, it's a brand, it's a speaking, you need the people, you need the marketing help, you need the business radio X for 100% to have the content to keep creating. <laughs> and 
and I'll sell that all day long to, to brag about Karen. Karen, shifting gears a little bit, what problems do Business Radio X solve for executives and business owners? Like, what are what are they coming to you saying that they need help with that that, that you can you know Phoenix Business Radio X can help with? Yeah, so we we call it the wish list. There's seven different things. Uh, not that you know, I'm going to share seven things since Jane's just bashed that all up. <laughs> but there are, <laughs> but there are seven things that we we know that business owners are looking to solve when it comes to putting themselves out there. Of course, a steady stream of warm leads, right? We already talked about that as it relates to networking and how we're at a deficit or we we might feel like we're at a deficit given COVID and the quarantine. Um, implied credibility, right? So, or that instant credibility so that people know right away, oh, he or she, they, they, you know, they must, they, they must know their stuff. And, and how do you create that opportunity? Well, we suggest you do it by hosting your own program. Consistent content creation. Kelly, you've spoken to that a couple of times. When hosts are with us uh, once a month, a couple times a month, or on a weekly basis, of course, they can't have constant content that um, is unique because, again, there's shine the spotlight on their guests and not so much uh, being the talking point themselves. Of course, broadening, broadening their network uh, with introductions. We help do that here at the studio. But of course, when a, a host sh- spine, shines the spotlight on a guest, that guest is always saying, wow, this was so cool. I want to give back to you. I want to reciprocate. Who can I introduce you to? And oftentimes have suggestions for really incredible guests as well for a lot of our shows. And then Kelly, you're perfect at this, adding value to clients, right? So I'm a client of yours and you're, I've watched how you do your show. You're always talking to your clients, having them be guests on your show and then saying to them, you know, who do you, who do you want to celebrate? Who do you want to meet? Let's have them on the show. I mean, we're like, like you both have said it, Allie and Jane, we're, we're not hiding this. This isn't, you know, the behind the scenes craftsmanship. We're like, Hey, this is what we do. This is how we do it. Come be part of it because it's, it's real. So adding value to clients and giving them an opportunity to thank them and give them a chance to share their story is, is another thing we do so well. And of course, increasing visibility, right? Um, I love it so much when I look on LinkedIn and someone's only been with a guest with us once. And I see that their profile photo looks just like this photo of me right now with the Business Radio X microphone in front of them. That's how important it is them because media has paid attention to them, right? Not not big media, but Business Radio X cares about the little guys. And then, of course, building trustworthy relationships. We already spoke to that when I said that it's the art of the connected conversation and we're all about relationships. I love that. And we do all of that. We absolutely <laughs> I hope, do. I hope to do all of that, right? You are doing um, it, my speaking- dear. Speaking of visibility, uh, Jane, tell us a little bit, a couple, maybe three things, um, how people can gain visibility, especially right now. I was going to share seven, but (laughs) I'll just stick with with three. Everybody has touched on something that my brain is going like 8,000 miles an hour because, you know, speaking to Allie's um, comment about giving everything away for free, there's a fine line by what you give away for free. And and I say this, and I can say this because I am a woman and the majority of sales training that I do, I learned everything I know in business from men. And that is by playing basketball with them. I played basketball in college. I am a tiny little thing, but I am mighty and fierce. But I learned everything from playing basketball with men. And I was so, I get so mad and we beat each other up. And I would say some of the most incredible things to them as them to me. And afterwards they'd be like, Hey, you want to go to lunch? And I'm thinking, what, don't you hate me? Like, do you remember what I said to you? 
I played hockey with women. You know what happens in hockey? Well, you, you, you bump around a little. These women would hate me for life. They'd hate me for life. I'm like, this is the sport. So what I have found is in business, and please, please, listeners, don't take offense to this. It is my experience, is women want to befriend each other. We want to go out for coffee. We want to braid each other's hair, spoon and snuggle, and hope they buy. And it doesn't happen. You've got to be able to ask for the movement you or action you want them to take. You have to ask for the referral. You have to ask for the business. So there is such a fine line. I do a lot of free events because I know I'm fully confident in my ability to deliver and sell. So my free events, I'll do them all day long and convert to a very high ticket. I don't have the tripwire, pay $7, then pay $17, then $97, then $107, then $707. Oh my God, I'm sorry. It is a slow boat to China. Just take a jet and meet me, love me, bye. Um, so that's that's the that's one thing. Um, visibility. So visibility right now, Karen was talking about having, you know, having recordings, micro content. If you are not producing micro content, AKA videos, you are going to remain the best kept secret. Everything you do turns into a book. I have my book is Speak with Confidence, Sell with Authority. It is every talk I have delivered, every training I have delivered, everything you do, put it in your, this is my future million. So start doing micro content. I'll tell you, I am. I moved away from networking because I'm on stages. I do my own live events. And now I am back to networking, but in a different way. So finding the right way to network, it's very important. The other thing, gaining visibility, please start inviting people to a room with you. Start, you know, let five show up. You're you're not that important that five people showing up, that's a good number. I mean, honestly, some people say, well, I don't want to do that because what if no one shows? Then you act like you have a room of a million. Like anything you deliver, deliver it. If it's one person in front of you, deliver it, give it your best. Visibility right now, and and I'm going to speak to something of, I think it's a, a bit more pressing for me. Visibility, I don't think is, it, it is the challenge because we've got to find the right media. Thank God for Karen. Thank God for Kelly. Thank God for, you know, but I think what's happening, and Allie will know this, I, I was Prior to being a speaking and sales coach, I was a mindset coach, a spiritual life coach. And I wanted people to Zen at 832,000 miles an hour. So it probably wasn't that great of a fit. But I found what I'm finding is right now, most every time I meet with my clients, we are overcoming COVID, COVID depression, anxiety, stress. Who am I? What am I going to do in the world? And who am I becoming? And and I guess I just want to, because this has been such a, a for everybody, I just want to impress upon the word pivot. I, I'm so, I love you all for not saying the word pivot. I love that uh, because I don't think anybody needs to pivot. And Allie, you may have something to say about this. Just do what you do and do it way better. Like all of a sudden, oh, now I'm going to be a branding specialist. I couldn't design a logo to save your life. I couldn't bring your essence into your website, your anything. 
Like that's not, and I know, I know branding is not a logo, but that's why I'm not a brander either. So <laughs> I, I, don't bust me for that. Cause I know it's not a dumb logo, but meaning don't pivot and become someone else. Just become more of you more authentically and more upfront and personal. Okay. One more thing. And then I'll stop being a, a Bogart on the mic. You know, we were talking about consistency and, and delegation. Kelly, I think you were saying that. I, I, I created a uh, my core communication, and it identifies four personality traits over my bazillion years of every different industry. I've worked in the prison, drug and alcohol, sexual abuse prevention, interventions. I've done it all, the employment industry. And I found there's four personality traits we run into. So each one of those has its bigger challenges. Uh, you know, me wanting just, I have an idea, I'm going to run out and implement it. And then you have another category, they'll get ready to get ready to get ready to get ready. And they over ready their readiness. So <laughs> it's like, if you identify who you are in what you're doing, that will teach you how to sell. It'll teach you how to be your best you. And it teaches you, I think you mentioned follow-up, but I think the biggest overarching opportunity for growth we have right now is just be more of you and confess sometimes you're going to fall down and covid i think has tripped many of us that's well, good i love that and are you seeing that ali um that are small businesses are they you know your brand clients are they struggling right now with that with trying to figure out really who they are um, more than, you know, any other year? So the interesting thing about that, especially when everyone's in quarantine, a lot of the calls were just venting calls of just, oh my gosh, what's happening? And it's really pausing and recognizing what are you being told and what's the reality of the situation and discerning that because what we're being told is a lot of stuff that isn't necessary your true reality when you put your boots on the ground kind of situation. And what is so amazing about COVID and so radical that I don't think people fully recognize is it's a clean sweep. Like for all of us across the world. So if you got yourself off track because you followed someone else's system and you realize, oh my God, I hate my business. Guess what? This is the perfect time to write a lovely little note to all your people and just say, this is what COVID has taught me and I'm going to go do X or we're pivoting this way because a lot of people get into the people pleaser mode, especially when they're kind of that four to six year mark of their brand where they're like, I just need to make more revenue so I can get up and get into the higher six figure, seven figure round. So they just start saying yes to a lot of stuff that isn't their brilliance. And then they end up having a brand they don't recognize and they absolutely hate. And so this is the perfect time for you to evaluate what in the world you're really offering and do you really love it? And if you don't really love it, it doesn't matter if you have the majority of clients who are like, it's the best. Guess what? There's someone else who can serve them better. So blame COVID, use it as like the reset and say, you know what? I'm going back to my brilliance. I love, I love that, that you say that. I Because when it hit, I went, awesome. Like it's terrible and not, not awesome, but you know what I mean? I was like in my mind, cause I'm extremely competitive and that is, that can be the best plus in your business. And it can be the greatest detriment because it just continues to drive you. But what I went was excellent. It's an even playing field. We are all, no one has stages. No one has, and people you'll see people are running around with their hair on fire 
doing 4,000 things, hoping one of the noodles sticks on the wall and just do what you do best. Stay within your message, stay within your brand, stay within who you are. And yeah, I love that. I mean, the biggest struggle I found during COVID was everyone doing these quarantine lives that I would be messaging clients, get the heck off Instagram (laughs) right now. You are looking horribly unprofessional. Like we understand we're at home, but you don't need to, there's a balance of personality and then sharing all your personal woes, fears, and all like the crazy voice in your head that you maybe should speak to someone else prior to speaking that out loud. Because I'm like, impression management matters and all those impressions are listed somewhere. So when this passes in a couple of years, we get our version of normal and we kind of have a more consistency there. Someone's going to find it and that's going to be the video. They're going to go, maybe I don't want to hire them because clearly during that stress, they couldn't handle what was going on and they went a little cuckoo. So funny you say that. I was, you know, flipping through Instagram laying in bed this morning and I came across um, a a singer, very popular singer, and she, it it looked like she was going off the deep end. Every little, and I don't typically follow her. I don't even know how I, what rabbit hole I ended up on, but I I thought the same thing. And business owners, uh, entrepreneurs, we're doing it. You know, we have to make sure that the message that we have, even if we want to give a peek behind the scenes about the pain or the struggle or, or something that we've triumphantly overcome, we have to make sure we're telling that story, not only in an authentic way, but in a way that people are inspired and lifted up by and not like, holy cow, what's wrong with him? <laughs> the other thing I want to say, if, if I could, Kelly, about COVID, all of you have spoken to this. When my clients were calling me and saying, uh, all right, we're four weeks in, what does this mean? I, I, I said, what do you mean? What does it mean? They're like, well, what are, we, what are we doing differently? We're not doing anything differently. The only thing that we did on behalf of our hosts is for those who felt like Kelly's one of them, that she wasn't ready to come back because she's being protective of her family and their health and safety. Instead of coming to the studio each time she's with us, we're, you know, zooming in from home. That is the only thing that we've shifted. Thank goodness these folks have chosen a platform where they can continue to be visible, to be out there, to have this great content. All of that was already in motion. And so we didn't skip a beat. I'm like, it's business as usual. Come to the studio if you want to, don't come. But we're still doing your show. And we're really happy that you've already been in that flow because your competitors are panicking right now. Let me let me dovetail on that because I, you know people I hear the word story quite a bit and and I'm one that stands from stage from any platform and I say please don't take this wrong but nobody cares about your story nobody cares about your story what they care about is do you live the solution of your story you know I, the way that I look and. And if you, my new book coming out, you read it, you'll go, why are you still alive? Like, honestly, but nobody cares about my story. Nobody's going to want to, well, here's what happened. It started it, you know, nobody cares. What we care about is hinting at the story so that the listener can put themselves into the role of, like, the way that I present it is I say, I grew up in a complicated family. Now, if I told the details of my family and you didn't live that, you can't relate to my solution. Complication is complication. So going into all this here, woe is me and what's the, you know, all the different, you know, uh, factors of your story, people do not find the solution in that. They don't care about your story. Most are looking in the mirror, caring about themselves. So I think 
tell us a solution. Go, you know what? Things got a little edgy. Here's what I did. Three tips, move on. And, and I'm not saying don't be empathetic, don't be compassionate, but your solution is the compassion. But yeah, I, I agree. I don't want to know your political views. I don't want to know your oh my gosh. theories. Yes. I don't want to know what color you, be- I don't. I believe that if you authentically show up, find your voice and give us a solution, give us some value, people. There's no value in your story if it doesn't get us out of the hole. I love that. I I, I said that about the silver lining thing. And a lot of people have commented to me about, you know, the, that post because I could have said, you know, my husband almost died. He had COVID. We had leaks in the house. Right. We had a million things. But nobody cares. Who cares? The only thing is, is that we got through it because we have, you know, strong family values. We have um, consistently looking at things from, you know, from a positive light and finding the silver lining. I get to dance with my daughter, you know, in the afternoons in a dance party. Like I never got to do that before, you know, finding those silver linings, like you're saying, give me, give me the solution. Tell me how you got through it rather than, oh my gosh, here, let me give you a laundry list of things that happened. You know, I love that. Well, and can I type in from a branding perspective? This is the, this is what I always tell my clients. And if you're ready to tell your story, whatever your story is, is that if you're still, if it still makes you emotional, you're not ready to tell your story. And if you can't tell it from an overcomer perspective, you're not ready to tell your story. If you can do it from an overcomer perspective, then you can actually help your audience because you're going to automatically edit out just what Jane was talking about. Those details that, that alienate people versus really showing them the brilliance that you have to share with them. I love that. I just wrote a blog on perception equals profit. Your perception of yourself is huge, right? To know if you're going to be successful, just if you're saying, what was me in COVID? You didn't, you know, you got to shift, right? Shift to um, what, what book am I going to write? What, what new business am I going to start, right? Shift your mindset to, and that's the perception. And then you make more money and the perception of others do not, like you said, like, oh, I, sometimes I see, I'm like, oh, please do not see that online. Do not show your weakest day online. Unless, like you said, unless you're telling it from a story perspective that somebody that you learned from it, what did you learn from it that will, that will help you, you know, or help others like, like hearing your story, everybody that helped a lot of people because it was something that nobody talks about. And now it's, you know, it's easier to talk about with you and with, you know, everybody else because you were willing to share your vulnerability. If there's a solution, the solution is let's talk about it. Let's get it out, open it, you know, open and and, uh, public and talk about it. I always say you can't need your client more than they need you. And you can't need your audience more than they need you. If you get a therapist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I mean, exactly. And and I, I remember this was years and years ago. There was a, a very um, popular real estate trainer, and he was telling his story. Now, I came from the world of drug and alcohol treatment centers, and they tell their war story, which I personally think, I, you know, it, any form of recovery is wonderful. But beyond that, once you're using it in your business, it, it becomes a very different story. But he would tell on and on all this and, and I sat there and I thought, this is a major manipulation for people to buy. 
and and or for you to process your stuff. If you haven't processed your stuff, I totally agree, Allie. Do not. It took me. It took me years. And my mother passed in 1976. Do you know I couldn't tell that story from stage until probably you know 10 years into my speaking career because I would cry. Like I would be like, oh, I can't even. I couldn't even hardly mention it. And I stay, I steered very clear from that story. And, you know, I think that's so important. You cannot need your client more than they need you. You can't need your audience more than they need you because then you're either selling or you're processing. Speaking of processing, I know Karen's working on a lot of trauma stuff. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. You're, you're helping people with yeah, so we've we've uh, kind of poked around it a little bit, but just uh, over a year ago, my family went through a great crisis that no one should ever have to experience. I won't go into details. If you know me, you're already familiar because I did process <laughs> out loud, but always from that lens that we're all talking about, like, listen, this is the real shit. This is what's happening. It's real. And here's how I'm choosing to work through it. And thank God I've done all my personal growth work and I'm still doing it, right? I'm for, forever in personal development training. Uh, but what came out of this year for me was um, a piece that I had been missing. So I've been a coach for a long time. And, and like Jane, uh, started my career once I left uh, school districts, uh, was a life coach. And, and anybody could literally, literally hang a shingle <laughs> up tomorrow and decide, oh, I've been through such and such experience. I think I'm going to call myself a life coach. It 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 uh, it concerns me greatly because we are doing each other great damage if we're not professionally trained. So fortunately, people like Jane and I and Allie, for that matter, have had a great amount of training in that area. Trauma work is a piece that I never knew was necessary. So the work I'm doing now, and thank you to Kelly for the introduction to Julie Gustafson, who became my trauma guide and the guide for my son, where we can process where the trauma lands in our body physically. And now I've learned how to help people get that shock out of their physical body and, and learn to retell that story at a really um, cellular level so that they can free themselves of the bind that any trauma has for them. So that I'm, I'm now a certified trauma guide and we're actually getting ready to do a bless and, and release celebration uh, on New Year's Eve with some folks who have said, yes, I have some baggage that I'm ready to let go of. Thank you for asking for that because Kelly, it was an introduction for you when you watched me struggling and maintaining my business at the same time and being highly visible, all of the, like all that at the same time, uh, you looked at me and said, you yourself had done some work with Julie and you wanted to make that introduction. And I am forever grateful. And and within, I think, maybe six sessions, Julie looked at me and said, you got to do this work. Like you've, take, you've taken, <laughs> You're a natural, you've taken right. it to, and it, it and was we, the missing piece, sorry, the missing piece to what I was doing with folks uh, and coaching them towards their greatness. I had no idea how critical that piece was. It is critical. It's, it's processing. Like you said, you couldn't, Jane, talk about your mom dying until, you know, you had to go through that whole process and clear it because otherwise, and I love how Julie says it, it's like a story. It needs to become a story in your storybook and that's it. And you turn the page and you talk about it and it's a story in your storybook and not the, the crazy that, you know, makes you emotional connection. Yes, of course, you're always going to have a little grief left, but that doesn't mean that you can't process it and clear it and move on. And that's been the best thing that ever happened uh, to me as well, you know, with all the trauma is 
clearing that and, and being so much better to, because then you're, I feel like once you clear the trauma, now everything that happens like COVID, like we talked about, this is not a big deal to me. I don't have all the 35, 40 years of trauma leading up to COVID. And then COVID happens and you go, oh, and then you have all that stuff that's, that's compounding. Now it's like, okay, it's just COVID, right? Because I cleared all those other things. So it makes a huge difference in, in people's lives when they can clear all that. And then you don't have, like Jane talked about, you don't have the addictions and stuff because you're not trying to, to band-aid it because it's gone. So I think it would be nice if everybody knew about it and, and could go through it for sure. I uh, Switching gears, because we only have seven minutes left, can you believe that? Time goes by so fast. I want to give a few tips to the audience uh, for your particular industry. So I'll start with you, Ali. Three tips or a golden nugget you're thinking of that you haven't shared with us yet about around creating that successful brand. Is there is there something that we didn't talk about that that everybody goes, oh yeah, I need that. I should do that. Well. I think it's really debunking the idea of being a one horse rider, stay in your lane kind of person for entrepreneurs. Yes, you need to be focused. But for most entrepreneurs, there's a variety of ways that that can show up. And so I always like to say I'm a chariot driver, not a one horse rider. And so you can do your message and do your work in various ways, almost just like what Karen was talking about. Like she has Phoenix Radio X. She has this other business coming on. They have the networking that's coming on, but it's still the same focus and heart for her, which is around relationships and connection. So as long as you stay true to that, the how you do it can evolve and change to fit your life. And it's okay. Your audience wants it. And if you're maybe bored with just doing this one lane thing, it's okay to let yourself explore other ways and it will all make sense in the end as long as you stay true to the core why of what's really driving you and is your true passion oh I love that (laughs) Jane what about you you know my greatest tip for everyone is stop talking and start speaking start truly communicating Mm -hmm. who it is and and these are the three best tips when you go to introduce yourself or create a talk you have to have these three things one position me. So you got to position yourself as the expert. You've got to have credibility. So write down every job you've had and every problem you have solved. I've created three multi-million dollar businesses. I didn't even think to bring my past into what I'm doing. So find what you have done. Position me. I'm awesome. Position them. Help your audience understand. They might just be in denial, but you've got to help them by articulating their problem or top of mind pain point. So position them, you might have some issues to overcome. Then position your offer. You must, if you are communicating anything about how awesome you are, how screwed they are, you've got to present a solution or you're just a bad person. So (laughs) help them with some action. Position your offer so that they move into action. Click here, do this. Here's five tips. Here's seven tips. We like that number today, seven. But, you know, you've got to understand if you are worthy of being on a show like this or a platform, any platform, you must take it seriously. Command by positioning me, support by positioning them, 
and be the solution by positioning your offer. So many good nuggets. I love it. I can't wait to clip all these up. (laughs) Karen, what about you? The last thing that I would share is that the time is right now to put yourself out there. This is the perfect opportunity. All th- all four of us, I was going to say three, because, you know, three has been a great number for us today, too. <laughs> but all four of us have alluded to that. It's it's If you're hiding, if you're worried, if you're concerned, step outside of that box, take a look around. The world hasn't fallen apart completely yet. <laughs> and, and, and we need you. If you are out there, talking about yourself and shoving your your business and your offer down people's throat stop right now <laughs> hire these gals help them craft your message get clear about your brand when you're on with us as a host of your own show it's not about you telling us all about you you're simply in listening and building those relationships good good i love it ali if you uh, were listening who should hire you any brand who is serious about getting to the next level and actually wants to do the real work because branding is a deeply personal experience. So if you just want to like do a lot of things to check off your to-do list, I am not the gal for you. But if you actually want to get to the root of what is really your business, what's really going to be your brand, that's going to make you happy and your audience happy, we can do that. And how do they reach you, Allie? AllieCrug.com. So there you go. A-L-I-C-R-A-I-G.com. I love it. Jane, what about you? What was the question? I was so intrigued by Allie. I'm like memorizing it. I'm like, oh, I got to go to talk. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> if you were listening as a, as a guest or as a listener, who should hire you? Someone who, who, who takes action. I don't want the thinkers. I don't want the ones that are getting ready to get ready. I want people that want to find their power through their voice and create a real live movement or mission or profitable business. Um, That is probably the most important thing. Someone who takes action. Uh, You can gather all the wonderful things in the world, but if you don't take action, it's you're just the smartest person. That doesn't make you a lot of money. Um, To get a hold of me, you go to janempowers.com. And if anybody likes the infomercial that I did way at the beginning, uh, please go to your speakersuccesskit.com. I will gift that to all your listeners, Kelly. It's probably the best thing they can do for themselves. Thank you so much. Karen, what about you? What if somebody was listening? How should they, why should they hire you? Well, we are all, we all know why now. (laughs) (laughs) Who, Who should hire you? I should say. For the business owner, executive leader who's struggling to get in front of the right people without a lot of space in between, they, they need to be here at the studio with us or virtually, right? Anybody who wants to make sure that they are having a chance to create that relationship, build it very strong from the word go so that there's opportunity for business and, and work together in the future, this is the place to do it. Uh, to reach me, you can find me at karen.nowicki at businessradiox.com. Of course, phoenixbusinessradiox.com is the website. And if you're curious and interested about trauma work and would like to talk to myself or one of the other practitioners, you can find us at integratetrauma.com. Thank you so much. I love that. So exciting that you get to be a part of that. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to Collaborative Connections Radio Show and Podcast sponsored by KLM Consulting. Clients of KLM can continue to do what they love while having the support they need because we offer business development, 
ongoing consulting, marketing, project management, and social media training. Tune in on the third Thursday of every month at 1 p.m. Until next time, happy connecting. Mm -hmm.